0: Hello and welcome to After Hours. This is the weekly recap with Tyler from Creekside Beer. Uh, So, we are hanging out. This is the bonus episode. We're going to talk about shit that we don't really think needs to be on the podcast, but we really want to post it anyway. So, let's get to it. Jake, what are you feeling? What are you thinking? What do you You think? So,
1: honestly, Just woken up from the nap by the time we started the actual episode. So uh, I don't know if people will be able to tell that. I I don't think I really spoke uh, in the beginning of the episode. Um, No, but I've never... I don't think I've been a part of one of these. One of the after-hours portions of this podcast. So we're going to talk whatever talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about
2: true we we should mention Um, that alex is not here yeah Um, alex
0: had to dip out he had to dip because there was uh, cake
1: he's got to wake up early he has work in the morning uh r.i.p (laughs) that sucks sucks to suck um (laughs) so what generally speaking do you guys see a lot of people doing dry january is that like i know that everybody says it all the time because they're like, you know what i'm gonna be a better person this year i'm actually gonna do it i'm actually doing it and it's really not that cool and I don't feel any better. I don't think I'm better. Like, I I guess I've sort of been trying to, to like, eat healthier, but I think I've just, like, created uh, an avenue for myself to get into, like, worse behaviors and other aspects of my life by right. not working out, by eating too much candy, <laughs> by smoking too many cigars. Like, so the dry, the, like, not drinking alcohol portion of it is now being, like, Subsumed by other aspects of my personality that I think. subsumed. Right. Another also awesome word. We're yeah. just killing
2: it with vocab today. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just you're, now. It's like a crutch for you. Like, well, I'm not drinking, so I can do all these other things. So yeah, you're not money in shape. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> I don't feel. I don't feel any better than I did before. You know what I mean? Because I think that people are like, I'm going to do a cleanse. I'm going to get my body right. Like, maybe my liver is like functioning higher than it. It sure, would be if I was still here. probably a little but bit black
2: and hardened, but <laughs> yeah, one month's call. not going to save you, man. Sorry to <laughs> tell you,
0: yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm,
1: I'm already moving down that path, and <laughs> it's not going to improve.
0: No, you're you're right. I think uh, I I see a lot of people posting about it, but not like the normal people that I would expect to do it. I think like the people that are like craving attention right now are reaching out and saying, I'm doing a dry January because I don't have any wine in my house because I'm too broke from Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's what it is. I think it's just people like grabbing for attention. I don't think that you're doing it the wrong way. I think that people are doing it the wrong way though. (laughs) It's,
1: It's an interesting thing because it's definitely easier to do for me because I am on my own in a lot of ways and there's nothing to do in California right now. I can't go to a restaurant. I can't have a beer out with anybody else i guess in theory i could go and hang out with friends and sit six feet away and have a beer or two but it's easier for me right now to just avoid going to the bottle shop that i go to or like go to a brewery and buy stuff and like i've said many times that i'm not absolutely thrilled about the uh, beer that's offered in san jose and I don't really feel like driving long distances to get here. I, I could go to Oakland. I've gotten some field work and stuff from Oakland. Um, and we just talked about me getting down to Moxa as well at some point. But it's pretty easy to just, to just have, you know, uh, just not go to the bottle shop. Like, just don't drive there. It's it's easy. I can just keep driving. I don't have to stop there. I don't feel the need to, Uh, but I I definitely don't feel better. Like if people, people who drink a lot and are like, I'm going to do this, it's going to be great. I'm going to feel like my best self. You don't. I mean, like I've been wanting to have a beer for like three weeks. Good thing you're just
2: pissed off all this time. (laughs) I need
1: to, I need to just get through this last week here and then I'm going to be back on the horse. Flicking. I feel that.
2: Um, I, my, my sister has done dry January. She's also done her and her roommate prefer sober October. I don't know what makes them decide to do October as the month. Maybe it's just because it rhymes, but or <laughs> yeah. I guess it's more, more of a slant rhyme, but regardless, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, she's done a couple, like, I'm not, not going to drink for a month. And like, she's, yeah, she says the same thing. It's like, I mean, it's fine. Like, I don't feel worse, but like, I don't feel that much better either. You know, it's, just, it's boring. We don't have much, you know, much else to do. Um, this has got to be probably an easier one, I would think, to do it. I mean, obviously, like, everyone's drinking more usually with being you know, being quarantined and like, you know, huddled in their, in their houses. But if you don't have to make the decision not to do it, like, <clears throat> like normally, like, you'd have to be like turning down people like, oh, let's go out. Yeah. Um, and be like yeah. no I can't I'm not drinking and I would drink if I went out but now like, you don't have that option so you have to like make the conscious choice to go out and buy beer so you just aren't you Yeah. Know? so I guess it's a little bit easier in that regard but it's also probably harder because there's literally nothing to do <laughs> like exactly.
1: and I've been couch. like playing a lot of video games I've been watching a lot of TV and stuff like that but
2: again I will be back I will be producing
1: more content for this podcast <laughs> next week and uh, I'm, lo- I'm certainly looking forward to that Um, again, as part of this after hours portion, uh, I like to just talk about random bullshit. So we, we talked a little bit about, uh, the, well, actually I've never done this before, but in theory, that's what we should be doing.
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Let's, let's fuck it all. We're going to talk about, uh, Tyler. Let's
1: talk about how furious I am at Nick for getting a PlayStation (laughs) five and one of my other friends for also getting a PlayStation (laughs) five in the last like month and me still sitting here playing my PlayStation four. Feeling like a jackass.
2: Like a plea. I, or, you were like talking of, about how you've been w- trying... W- pores, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I,
1: hate, I hate the feeling of missing out on something. And I know that... Here's, the, here's a good question, I think, to, to pose to both of you. There's some money to be made if you were to flip... If you were to buy and flip a PS5 at this point. And you could At this point, it, it's, it's tapered off a little bit. At its peak, people were flipping them for like $1,100, $1,200. Yeah. Which is insane to me. The
0: highest I saw on Amazon was two thousand dollars. Did yeah. someone pay yeah. that, or like was someone asking? That's one? what they were asking for, which I think is that's absolutely crazy. insane. That's that's it is
1: it is. I want and, one. And but here's I want the, the thing:
0: grand. no,
1: no, no. I, I mean, if you can wait like three months, yeah. I, I think it's a lot of like the initial hype is always around people trying to get it from their kids. Right, Christmas and stuff like yeah. that, because they release it at obviously like peak time in the year. It's all these parents who are like, "This is the perfect gift because I don't have to fucking think about what my kids like. I can get them a new video game." Called. Right, but like, the other I thing, think, it
2: was, I can ignore them for months on end after they buy the right. Like this, you know? <laughs> the thing about like that too is, is yeah.
0: like this year, this year specifically, you have the shortage of parts and like being able to produce it. So. It makes it even worse to release a console during a pandemic because you can't fucking make them. Right. Like, why the hell are you trying to push this product? And I mean, I understand that PlayStation did very well and Microsoft did very well with the Xbox Series X, One, 360, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> uh, but I'm a PlayStation funny. guy through and through, I've never Same. had a day one console. And so that was the hype for me was like, I, I just want, because I can, I want to do it. And that's why I was just like, so fucking hyped on it. And my wife being the absolute saint, perfect person that she is fucking got me one like the day before Thanksgiving. And she was that's like, huge. she was like, yeah, I'm going to give it to you on Christmas. And I was like, fuck you. No, you're it now. <laughs> Like,
1: <laughs> so here's the question that I did want to get into. What, What's the price that you would flip it for? What's your minimum price that you would take if you if you got one right now? I know that Nick, yeah, it, this is kind of moot for you because you're already playing it.
0: Well, but so if I didn't if have take it one, back, put I have yourself, Yeah,
1: put yourself in our shoes. How much money would you have to get in order to
2: flip to give it, right it up?
1: Now? To give it up,
2: I would say twice what I paid for it. And I bet I wouldn't get that now. If I got it, yeah, release day. You know, if I got it in November. Then I could easily charge a thousand bucks for it, but I think that's what i if I had it right now to give it up, I would need twice what I' put into it because knowing that it might take me a few more months to get it again, you know
0: yeah, exactly. um that's actually my answer too um <coughs> I would say one hundred percent it would be at least double what I paid for it like do you have the um the
2: download version or the um the disk version disk? Disc, yeah, that's yeah. what I would get to. It's more expensive too, right? Yeah,
0: it's a it's hundred dollars. It's like, I more. love having like physical discs though. Yeah. I so I, think, I, I think always like to download games. Yeah, personally, I'm a big fan of having everything downloaded because it's faster loading, it's right easier on launch day, you don't have to wait for it to show up in the mail, that kind of thing. But <clears> I'm also a big fan of being able to just throw in a game. Like, it, my, my thing is, like, uh, my friend, my best friend in the world, right doesn't play PlayStation doesn't really like, he's not really a gamer by any means, but he, uh, he definitely like appreciates that I play a lot. And so he'll buy me physical discs. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming Jake's phone died because he is no longer with us. Yeah. He's, it's not even like, he's just like pause. He's
2: like, it's there's like a caution flag on his face. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. I, uh, yeah, I'm going to ring him back. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's how I look at it. I, I, I really like the idea of throwing in like my Blu-ray discs on my mm-hmm. high definition TV, turning the sound up to twenty-five, yeah. which is like never where you have it. But like when you're watching a movie and you want to feel like, like immersed. Yeah, that's like yeah. I. Uh, so I went to work this morning, and uh, my wife was watching Rogue One on TV. Right and rogue one is a, a fantastic Star Wars movie. I don't know if you're like a star wars nerd, but I
2: am i I've only seen Rogue One once I saw it in theaters and I did get kind of drunk for that movie so <laughs> <laughs> not as drunk as my buddy my roommate slash best friend Nick he uh he we drank we a tradition for us to drink four locos for star wars movies because the first new one and like the, the the sequel trilogy came out when we were freshmen in college, so <laughs> drinking locust was a thing. Nice. Um, so obviously by episode nine we were out of college and we were still like, well, I guess we got to do it. And <laughs> I thought I was going to die the next day, but for Rogue One. We decided to get two and he <laughs> fell asleep and m- he missed the ending where like where Darth Vader comes out and kills all of like the, res- res- the uh, rebellion. Like no. it's, it's, it's like, the, the coolest part of the whole movie. And yeah. He, like, missed it. He wakes up. He's like, yo, like, what what happened? Like, what did I miss? It's like everything cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's two hours of dialogue and buildup for this. And you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, Rogue One. Yeah. Rogue One was cool. Um, I'm not the biggest Star Wars nerd, but like, I'm not like, not, not a fan.
0: (laughs) Right. Okay. So like, so Rogue One really kind of turned the page for my wife. And like that, that was like the movie where she was like, oh shit. Okay. I can really get into this now. Yeah. Cause like, she liked the originals when we watched them together, like first, like when we first started dating, you know, seven, eight years ago. Yeah. And it was one of those things where it was like, I love this movie. If you don't love it, then that's okay. But like, you have to at least appreciate that. I love it. Yeah. And like when rogue one came out, she was like, Oh, this is so fucking good. Like, so it was on this morning and I'm like, man, fucking let's, let's ramp the volume up to 150 and just yeah. like experience the movie. So should have skipped work, man. <laughs> but, that, but that's what I like, you know, is, is like throwing the blu-ray in and like getting the full experience of something. Yeah. That's that's why I spent the extra hundred bucks. You I know? feel that,
2: but like for me, if you've already spent five hundred bucks on the download version, what's another hundred dollars? You know, like exactly. You already yeah. put, you already invested all this money in something. I can give a little bit more to get like the the the, the, the full version, the good version. You know? Yeah,
0: exactly. And even though the box for the digital version is cooler because it's all black and like yeah. the the PlayStation stands out a little bit more, I don't care. I got the better one and I'm super yeah. stoked about it. So, absolutely. <laughs> now, you mentioned this was the first day one console you ever got. Yeah. And it wasn't even day one. It was like two weeks after day one. So, right. But it was like,
2: like, like when it was like impossible to get. So, yeah. for me, the only one I've ever gotten like that time was the OG, like the big fat PS3. Yes. Um, like two days before Christmas <laughs> in like 2000. And shit, was that six or seven or something? Yeah. I was really young. Uh, my dad's buddy was like, who like lives in Maryland was like, he called my dad. I, yeah. So was like, Hey man, like they had, they had a PS PS three here. Like, do you want me to get it? Like for for your kids for Christmas? And he was like, fuck yeah. Like I couldn't get one. And like, (laughs) but he didn't get to Johnstown for the weekend until the 26th. So we didn't get it for Christmas. And like the day after Christmas, we come downstairs, my sister and I, and we see this big box in the middle of the living room. And like my parents were like, I don't know, like I have no idea what that is. Like putting it off so cool, like perfectly. (laughs) And like I was like eight, so I like still believed in Santa Claus, but like I was like teetering and like like, even my sister, who was, I think, 12 at the time, was, like, obviously not super into it, into it, into it but was, like, blown away. Like, oh, my God, like, Santa Claus brought us a PlayStation 3. <laughs> and, like, it was, like, the hypest, probably the hypest gift I've ever gotten for Christmas
0: was that PS3. Oh, um, man. Yeah, see, I was of the age of the Nintendo 64. Okay. And so that was, like, the big thing for that Christmas. Yeah. But it was the year after it came out. So I don't count that as a a day one release, but like, I know 64 is so sick, dude. I I still play 64. It's sitting right behind, like right behind the iPad that I'm on right now. Yeah. And I have four controllers. I have Mario Kart. I've got uh Mario party. I don't have smash. That's like, I, I I'm like dying to find it. So if you know anybody that has a 64 smash brothers that works, my I'll roommate
2: does actually. He's, he shares his sixty four with like his cousins and his brother, So we only have it out here a couple like a couple times a year. Like he'll like snag it when he comes out. Oh, uh, I do man. have our, our GameCube out here, so I shall flip the camera around. You can see we have <laughs> TV there, and then I don't know if you can see we've got the PS4 on the left and the cube on the right. Yeah. We have all the cube games, because that was like my first console was I had the cube and the PS2 at the same
0: time. Oh uh, man. We, have, we have Smash, we have Mario Party, we have Kart. All right. Um, Let me, let me spin my camera around because my, my 64 is on that. Like you can see the, I can see
2: all the different colored controllers and everything. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So that, uh, so Alex and I, we, uh, we used to get together and record the podcast in person Mm -hmm. and then we would sit there and we would play Mario Kart for hours after (laughs) the podcast. So like we, uh, one of the episodes we had Shane from uh, Steel City, yeah, on, and we sat literally till like two a.m., three a.m., playing uh, Mario Kart and Mario Tennis. Like that's sick. Like Shane was there too. Like you, like you, like because they used to like, you'd record them like everyone in person, or you would yeah, kind of Facetime people in. No, no, that's no. Awesome. We'd have them on. Uh, we'd have everybody in in person in this in the uh, my basement, you know. And uh, so yeah, we'd sit on the couch, and it was uh, Shane and mary who used to work for him okay. and me and alex and we would just four person mario kart it and it was fucking That's ridiculous awesome. <laughs> That's <laughs> so black cool. We can't need to get back to, to that. Over, man i'll come down to the basement we'll play yes. we'll play all night man. yeah man i'm i'm in honestly maybe not on a sunday we'll have to do like a saturday <laughs> right, episode do that on like
2: a friday or something yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but no we'll definitely have you in uh cuz we like alex and i used to be like masters at mario kart Oh really? And like, I I could hit all the secret jumps and like the skid turns and all that shit. And then um, we got a switch. And so like playing Mario Kart Eight on the Switch is like, it's like going from Castlevania on Nintendo to like Castlevania on PlayStation Four. Like, oh. <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's wild. Yeah, yeah. like it, it's incredible. So yeah, we we have a switch and I have Mario Kart and smash brothers for the switch, which is awesome. But I do not have smash brothers for Nintendo 64. And I, I kick myself every day for not having it. (laughs) And it's expensive now,
2: man, to get like those, those 64 games, like on like eBay, it's like a hundred bucks for, for smash or for, Oh, it's ridiculous for any of them. And it's and nuts. how do you know
0: if they work until you get them? Like it's crazy. right. Exactly.
2: Yeah, you plug it in. You know, because the, the the it was not an exact science back then, man. Like like if
0: No, a blowing of, in the du- cartridge. Of, in, know? It's yeah, it's fucked oh. up. Yeah, dude, it, that's crazy. It's a totally different world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just God,
2: look where we were 20 years ago. Look where we are now. You know.
0: Right. It's uh. It's wild. Uh. I guess uh, so. Unfortunately, Jake has fallen off here, and Jake's I, out. Yeah, I can't uh, can't quite get him back. But in the meantime, anyway, uh, so the bonus episodes, we tend to talk about random shit. So I want to ask, in your quarantine experience, okay, um, any uh, any like TV shows that that have like changed your out like world outlook, or any like wild stuff that you've watched that's just like you have to see it, like. I mean, I understand everybody watched, like, Tiger King and, like, yeah, that kind of, of shit, but...
2: That was, like, that was the the OG quarantine show, because it was, like, it came out, like, like the day before, like, they shut the world down. Yeah. So, everyone was, like, what do we do? I can't go out of my house. Like I'm going to die of COVID. Uh, so, everyone in the world watched Tiger King that Yeah, let's age. watch
0: some meth addicts sell tigers. Like- <laughs> Dude, how funny is it that... He,
2: he was him and his lawyers were so confident that Trump was going to give him a pardon on his last day that they sent a limousine to the prison,
0: and then <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> oh like, my god, that that guy like they're all just delusional. Like, they're all also bad people
2: too. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in the two is like, except for like his um his ex boyfriend, the dude without any teeth. That guy was so genuine and, and such a sweeter. and like the. I forget who it was. That, like, like lost an arm. Like, to, like, like a lion. Like attack. But like, like those two were like the only people that like were not total pieces of scum. Like the guy that, like bought like stole the sh- like the zoo from Joe Exotic is evil. Um, Joe Exotic's a really bad person who killed you know animals with a shotgun. Like those people <laughs> all suck. But yeah, the guy with no teeth is 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 the savior of the show. Who would have thought?
0: Yeah, right. Uh,
2: <laughs> but no so shows that changed my outlook on life during during COVID let me see here I mentioned to you and Alex before we started recording this evening uh, I watched Gilmore Girls yes over over quarantine which is hilarious uh, never would have thought that would have been a show that I watched but my, actually my roommate and I watched that together like it was like right sort of the beginning beginning of COVID and like by the like by like the, the, the second season like we were like talking about the characters like, we're like we weren't even watching episodes you would be like Dude, like, can you imagine, like, why would, why would Lorelai do that? Like, like <laughs> I, I can't, I, I'm so excited for her and Luke to get together, like, all this shit. Um, I got to say, so just, I got to interrupt know, you. I bought a poster, a like, Gilmore Girls poster that's on our wall right now. <laughs> I think it's the, it's the funniest decoration we have in our apartment.
0: <laughs> I got to say, I hate the show, personally. Really? I do. I, I like, so my wife loves it. And so I, I watch it. And it, it like it's on TV while I'm scrolling my phone. Yeah, but I've seen every episode about four times. Sure, and I know the story, I know the characters, but the entire time, all I'm he- all I'm hearing is people leaving voicemails for each other. <laughs> like that's how they talk. Is it's just this like spit it out as fast as possible like type of dialogue, right? And, I mean, it works, and I get the show, and I understand. Sort of like that's sort of like like their like um, their niche is like
2: like that super fast like that their tagline on the poster actually says "Life short, talk fast." Yeah, it's like their thing is like <laughs> they would spit like three hours of dialogue and do an hour long show every week yep. because they were just rapid firing everything.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I hate Taylor, and I love Luke, and I hate Lorelai, and I hate Rory, but like the the uh, show Taylor itself. Sucks. They're like they're just so uh, frustrating. Like the whole time, it's just like, why are you doing this? Let me
2: ask you: Who rank your Rory boyfriends, if you can? Oh,
0: jeez. Okay,
2: so everyone says Jess is number one. I hate Jess. Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) he's such a whiny douchebag. I actually, I really like Logan. Personally, I think Logan's
2: such a frat star.
0: Oh, he is, but. But, like, he has his redeeming qualities every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I'm having this fucking conversation. <laughs> this, is, my, this is part, peak after his content. It right? really <laughs> is. It really is. Okay. So, my, my, uh, the three, right? So it's obviously Jess, Dean, and Logan. Yeah. So I got to go with Logan first, Jess second, Dean third, because Dean is terrible.
2: Dean is terrible, but, like, There's so many times that, like, I kind of feel bad for him. Um, We've just, my roommate and I have developed, like, nicknames for all of them. So Dean is Mopey Dopey Dean. Like, he's, like, (laughs) always brooding. Like, Jared Padalecki has his hair covering his eyes. He's, he's, like, miserable. Miserable all the time But like I like sympathize with him Because Rory shoots some like shit When she meets Jess Yes So I'm giving him Number two And Jess is getting Number three for me Oh wow uh, Logan's number one Logan I don't know if you ever, I've read a nickname for Jess But Logan's nickname Was Coke Guy Because It's like <laughs> It's funnier to Like imagine the show Because he's clearly always like, He's a rich kid Like a frat star Yes going He's to definitely like, like That guy's doing a lot of Coke Like white
0: collar <laughs> White collar drugs For yeah. sure yeah. Like
2: uh So he's Coke Guy Then Mopey Dopey Dean And then Jess, we, did, we No, no one cares for Jess.
0: No, no. And and Jess's story is so bad throughout the whole series. Dude, like, it's
2: bizarre. So like, my roommate went home for a couple weeks, and I was like, I I kept watching, and he was falling behind. And I awkwardly mentioned, like, oh yeah, Jess is a writer now, and has a best selling novel. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> when did that happen? Right. Last time you saw Jess, he like he just like, hopped a bus to California from Stars Hollow to live with his dad. <laughs>
0: And his dad's and a piece a of shit author. too. Like, yeah. Yeah. And
2: uh, that, yeah now he has a an, novel an on the, on the
0: charts. Right. And I, I still so think ridiculous. that the worst, the worst thing about the show though, and I didn't watch the day in the life or whatever. Like I haven't the, watched that yet either. Actually. So the worst thing about the show is that they, they knew what the last line of the show was going to be. Yeah. When they first started filming it. And they had to get there somehow, but they didn't answer any questions. (laughs) Like they were just like, yeah. So Rory's going to say mom, I'm pregnant and the show's going to (laughs) end. Okay, cool. Like we don't know who she's dating or who she's fucking or whatever. So it was like, that just sounds horrible to me. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> right, and I guess, like, they just, they decided, just it was a, obviously a nostalgia thing. I again, I haven't watched it, but I've, like, read about, like, what happens in, in a, a year in the life, and, like, they have to bring everyone that's ever been in the show back in, like, somehow, like, uh, like, like, Dean is, like, like, a, like, a two-minute cameo, and, like, it's funny that Dean is, like, the one who's, like, most put together now, like, he has, like, a wife and kids, and everything's
0: fine. Yeah.
2: And then, like, Jess and Logan are still pining over Rory ten years later,
0: uh. <laughs> Uh, That that just uh, I don't. I
2: do love Rory though, dude. Like I have a a very soft spot in my heart for Rory Gilmore, like the cute, like spunky, like brunette (laughs) chick. Like that's yeah, she's right up my alley, dude.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, this is the weirdest conversation I've ever had on one of these. Yeah,
2: this is this is perfect afters
0: content. Yes, like, it really like, is. This in the is middle the-, of the real
2: episode. People would have been like, "This sucks." Like, I'm never watching this show again. <laughs>
0: right? But- we're we're definitely unsubscribing from this. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: <laughs> yeah. This is now a Gilmore Girls and Craft Beer podcast in that order.
0: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but no. I like the thing is, I've seen so many episodes where I'm like. And and the thing is, they're on TV, so it's playing constantly. So I don't don't get them in order for the most part. But there's always, like, the one that stands out to me that just makes me want to strangle the person that created this show till there's no life left in them is the Troubadour episode. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's so dumb, that episode. It's so stupid. (laughs) Like, why? Why? Uh, there's two town troubadours and they have to <laughs> and decide who,
0: which one's like, the true town troubadour. Exactly. It's like, uh, there can only be one Highlander. Like, come on. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Seriously. The whole concept
2: it, of they have... T- like, oh, Star- Stars Hollow is the most ridiculous caricature of a small town <laughs> yeah. in the world. And that's... It's like campy, like almost. But like, they have town meetings almost every episode. Like, everyone is just a ridiculous person. Like, there's Taylor Dosey. Like, there's... Um, oh, what are the... T- like, the... Um, the lady that has the dance studio. What's her name? Oh, uh, Miss Patty. Miss Patty. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Why do and, I know that? <laughs> <laughs> I love the. <laughs> All these ridiculous characters. They're just like this is like this is life in small town Connecticut. Yeah, Connecticut. Right, uh, which is
0: like which is still like way too high class for everyone else. Right, like <laughs> this is so waspy. Like I, they're, I they're, I'm surprised waspy. They never got.
2: They never got more shit for like. How like not diverse they were. Like Rory has an Asian best friend in Lane, but like that's the like really the only minority in the show. Like there are zero black people in Gilmore girls.
0: Well, there's I mean, uh oh, what's his name? The the French guy.
2: Oh yeah, I get yeah, there's um Michelle.
0: Michelle, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And Michelle is hilarious at Michelle's
2: maybe my favorite character on the show. Like, (laughs) he's the only minority, and then like they always sort of like hinted that maybe he was gay. And then like in like a year in the life, I think they confirmed that he like has a husband, but like the whole time it's like, they even, like, oh. don't talk on talk about that. I don't know that it was because it was like 2002 and it was like, not yet like mainstream enough like to like, have pop it on TV. Culture, to have a, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but- I don't know.
0: I was, I was eight at the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're so much dad, younger than some, me; it's ridiculous. But I can't believe <laughs> I that we're that a having a, a full conversation about Gilmore Girls. Right? Let's uh, let's shift gears here. Let's talk about <laughs> what what, what <laughs> we're drinking. Okay. The best segue in the world.
2: All right. You want to go first? <laughs> Are you in first? Laugh. i i I'll go first. Yeah. Time. Go ahead.
0: I'll I'll, t- I'll talk after you.
2: So I'm gonna have to give a shout out to my man Eric. I'm I'm not sure I mentioned it earlier or not. My, one of my favorite things about working at Creekside on, is the customers. Um, I've developed so many friendships with customers and now I trade so much beer. It's become like every Friday, like I just like, I, I bring in a case, almost a case worth of beer from my fridge and I leave with a whole case of beer that I didn't buy at the store that I traded with people. <laughs> um, like uh, our buddy Sean is a great example. We do Friday share every week. I and feel I like that's
0: eat- a, that's a, that's a very, um, I, I don't know if it's a Pittsburgh thing or if it's just a craft beer thing.
2: But yeah, it's a little bit of both, I think. You yeah. Know, it's just like that small town feel, you know? But, and then craft beer just in general is just such a, like an inviting community. But yeah, so Sean has become a great buddy over the past couple months. I mentioned to you before we started recording, uh, I've been trading beer with him for like over six months now, and I've never had a beer with him. So post COVID, we've got to make that happen. Yes. But I also met this dude, Eric, who, uh, He's like, yeah, like I don't make it out this way very often, so I don't get a lot of like local stuff. Like, so I'm always like in, like on the hunt for like gnome and four points and grist. And he's like, but I do ship a lot of stuff like with buddies, so I get a lot of like Vermont and like 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 a um, treehouse and trillium stuff. Nice. So he, so I trade him like the new four points and DG releases for like he gets stuff shipped in the mail from like. He gave me my first heady Topper ever, which was awesome. Oh. Currently, I am drinking a Worth a Visit, Worth a Lifetime from Bissell Brothers, triple IPA.
0: Oh, damn. Bissell, so, yeah, Bissell he, does some legit stuff, too.
2: He hooks me up with fire, man. I had two different foam IPAs with him yesterday. Yeah, Eric's the man. I'm getting all sorts of awesome shit from him. Um, but, yeah, the first trivia I ever had was from him as well. And Treehouse is just ridiculous. Yeah,
0: yeah, they really are. They're like... It's it's one of those things where it's a it's almost a name thing. Like you're just yeah. like hyped on oh it's Treehouse, but then you realize like drinking it next to something local or even, and I mean I I, I don't want to shit on locals like that's yeah. the last thing I want to say but like Julius is their standard IPA yeah and it crushes. Anything like, that you put up against Bane like, or like Lost, your, like they're, they're right. still, those are obviously still great beers, but right. like imagine
2: it's, your your flagship being
0: Julius, you know? right? Like, like, like you're you're talking about like, oh yeah, I got this guy and his name is uh you know Teddy Bridgewater, but uh you got Tom Brady, like. Fuck. Right, you know, like it, it's, they're both
2: good. They both they both throw a lot of touchdown passes. Right, one, yeah. Like, one of one of them is going to his tenth Super Bowl next week yeah. or
0: two weeks, excuse me. <laughs> exactly. Well, even better. Yeah. So, like, like, oh, I got Pat Mahomes. Yeah, but I got Tom Brady. Okay. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, they're that's still really fucking like they're both that? really okay. fucking good. You know, but yeah, it's I, I
2: I want both of them to be honest with you. If I can have them both on my team. That'd be great. Right? Yeah. Uh,
0: but but yeah, that's like. It it's so hard to say. Like, I, I, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say something, and I'm gonna not mean it in a mean way, but sure. it's gonna come off that way anyway. Uh, so, like breweries in PA, right? The the I don't know if you follow along with those guys at all, I do, but yeah. they do a lot of uh, standing by pit, uh, Pennsylvania breweries, right? Uh-huh. And and they should, and that's and that's what they're there for, and that's great. But there are better beers out there all the time. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. There's always another beer that's better. So to say that like, Oh yeah, we can find the same beer here is not really true. Right? Like that's just not a way to go at it. Like that uh, you could say, all right, you know what? No, there are people that are making comparable beers or, similar beers or this kind of beer is very close to that kind of beer, blah, blah, blah. The, the idea that something in Pennsylvania is as good as Julius is a really tough sell for me.
2: I would agree. I mean, I'm trying to think of anything out there, like in PA that like get like comes close there. Um, I mean, I was like, Using like like the flagship hype beer as an example, yeah, like no one does a better flagship probably than Treehouse with Julius, but like I always argue I think Pennsylvania really is the best state for craft beer in america um there's just the the volume of awesome breweries out there is really in my opinion, unmatched like there's so many. In Western PA, obviously, Pittsburgh has a great craft beer market. Philly has a huge market. In the middle of the state, there's still great beers too. Like, New Trails in the middle of the state. Uh, Trogues is there. Hell, we mentioned, we gave odds a shout-out earlier. There's so much cool beer in such, like, a large... I mean, PA is a pretty big state, so there's a lot of room. So that no one feels like they're getting, like, pushed out. Whereas, like, in, like, hell, Boston, yeah, they have Trails and Trillium and a couple of other hype ones. But, like, it's a much smaller, more narrow... Market, So I think in terms of volume and quality, like if you like sort of weight the two out, I think PA is, you can stand up against any other state in the union, but
0: uh yeah, no, I agree. I a hundred percent agree. Uh, one of the things I will say on this topic is there's, there's something to be said about perfecting the beer though. And mm-hmm. that's something that you don't really get with newer players, right? Like, so I, I, and i hate to say this as as like a baseline because it's not really a reference point anymore right but sierra nevada pale ale right let's let's go at the actual conversation here sierra nevada pale ale is the pale ale right like that is that is the defining stylistic beer for that particular style right yeah you you can't argue with that. There's there's no point where you're going. Okay, so uh, like uh, zombie dust from Three Floyds. Like I'm just gonna sit here and name drop beers at you, and you're yeah. gonna go, oh yeah, oh yeah, and I I kind of know. Like I, I've had one of those. Like no, the like zombie dust from Three Floyds is my favorite pale ale in the country. Period. Really? Right? Interesting. Okay. That's that's just what it is. But do I enjoy a Sierra Nevada pale ale? Yes. Absolutely, because it is the quintessential name for the style, right? Right. And, and the Hazies, the New England-style IPAs, started in fucking New England. Like, that's it. That You, right, you sure. can't fight the original, right? Like, it, it, it just is there, and you have to try to be that.
2: Right, to replicate so, it, sure. Exactly. So There's also a point to be made about consistency as well. I've, I've had to come back a couple of times with one of our sales reps. Actually, our Sam Adams rep at Creekside, uh, Luke. Where he's like, Yeah, if someone asks me what, my favorite, what the best brewery in the world is, he's like, My answer is either Anna's or Bush or Molson Coors because, I mean, there's so many awesome beers out there, but like, no one replicates the consistency of like Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light. Like, every batch of any, like, any beer you're going to buy from a brewery in Pittsburgh is going to be a little bit different, even if it's the same recipe. You know, the water's a little bit different that you get, and it, the beer is all of a sudden not tasting exactly the same. Yeah, um, Miller, you know Miller Lite puts out you know millions and millions of barrels a year, and every single one of them with a maybe a smidge of wiggle room. Like if like something gets like too warm or whatever after they make it, yeah, uh, it tastes exactly the same. You know, yeah, no, and that's and that's you, a you very gotta, true got to commend statement. them for being able to you know, keep it consistent like that. And I think bigger craft ones like Sierra and like Dogfish and like Sam. They get pretty close to keeping it as consistent as possible. Whereas, obviously, you're getting you're getting a gnome IPA. They're all very very good, but like from one batch to the next, you know, you could almost say it's like, oh, that can tell there's a little bit a little bit of a difference here. You
0: know? Yeah. Oh, you. That's that's definitely true. And I will say in talking to uh, Katie from Dancing Gnome she is very upfront about that fact. And Andrew is the same way, uh, their owner, right? Like he's, he's very upfront about, Hey, we're tweaking everything to make it as good as it possibly can be. Oh, sure. But I I agree with what you're saying. And one of the things that I will say is like, before I got into craft beer fully, I lived in Columbus. And one of the things about Columbus is there is a Budweiser brew plant in Columbus, like downtown Columbus. So getting a fresh keg of Bud Light off the line is different than buying it in a store in Pennsylvania.
2: <clears throat> right.
0: I will say that. Like, it, it, it definitely hits different. We used to uh, – like, so I have a kegerator that is not functional right now because it's my beer fridge. Uh, but <laughs> the, uh, the thing about it is, like, we used to get kegs of Bud Light for parties. And if you go to the brewery in Columbus and buy them, they taste different than the cans that you get at the grocery store or Hmm. gas station or whatever. Like it's fresher is better when it comes to that kind of stuff for sure. Because like the stuff in the grocery store might sit there for six months and it's still (coughs) good. Don't get me wrong. It's still drinkable, but there's definitely a quality control. These big guys have that, you're not seeing in the craft realm.
2: Oh, it's just not feasible for a brewery of
0: a small size
2: to, to keep it that consistent, you know, it's not necessarily that one is better than the other, but just in terms of, it's just impressive that a brewery of the magnitude of like Anheuser Bush can pump out Bud Light in very, very relatively consistent quality for, you know, 50 years or however long long Bud Light's been a thing, you know? Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's absolutely true. So, um, yeah, I think uh, I think at this point we should probably wrap up the after hours episode because yeah, Jake jumped off. I have to keep really bad. So that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving this in, so you're they're going to hear that.
2: They're going to uh, know that I, I, <laughs> I do in fact use the bathroom. I'm not King jo- Kim Jong Un. <laughs> and,
0: and you're not uh, Peter Griffin from Family Guy. Uh, <laughs> All right, so. Tyler, it's been an absolute uh, pleasure hanging out with you this night, uh, this evening. Absolutely, Um, man. We'll definitely have you back on if you're willing to be ridiculed like this again. I
2: can't wait. I can't (laughs) wait for the next
0: time. (laughs) All right, brother. Well, hey, uh, thank you again for bringing craft beer to the masses. Uh, Really appreciate everything that Creekside does. Uh, We will definitely be shouting you out, guys, tagging you in everything. And Making sure Absolutely. that everybody knows that you are the place for craft beer in the North Hills area.
2: I appreciate that. I don't know if you've noticed, I've started tagging you. I always like on like all of our tweets, I get ten people I can tag in our tweets. So it's always like feel by hops and like hop nation and like so now that I'm like like you, you know become buddy buddy with you and like you know, Alex and Jake, I like tag you guys like in all of our tweets as well. So I'm sorry for bombarding your notifications, but that's not gonna stop.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Um honestly it's gotten us a lot of followers on Twitter, which is weird oh, awesome. because we have like 200 followers on Twitter and that's it. So Twitter's
2: our slowest pl- platform too. I don't know what the deal is with it. I mean, it's, it's great for like bursts of information, but Instagram and Facebook seem to do so much better with, with everything.
0: Yes, definitely. I think Twitter is one of those like stream of consciousness services. Yeah, so I agree. you have to kind of like be creating content the whole time. Right. So I will retweet and like every post that you put up with us in it. Um, all the time. Honestly, I'm on my phone nine, 90% of the day. So <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll definitely be retweeting and sharing whatever I can. Uh, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be posting this one hopefully by Friday, the Sweet. 29th of January. So look forward to, uh, hearing more from you and we'll check in with you in a couple of weeks here. Maybe we'll get you back on every month or something. And
2: Perfect, man. We'll, I'm, like i I've Sundays are, are wide open for me. All I do is sit on the couch and watch Netflix and, you know, consider drinking, but this is supposed me over the edge. And I'll, I have to have a few beers on a Sunday. So Absolutely, I'm, yeah. I'm all
0: in. Can't be not drinking on a podcast, right? right so yeah. all right, brother. Well, Hey, uh, thank you again for hanging out and, uh, we'll, um, we'll definitely have you back on. So again, Check out Creekside Beer, uh, weekly PA. I don't know the address off the top of my head, but uh, you can 2175 park. Big Swickly Creek Road. There it is. All right. There it is. Stop by. <laughs> they have a drive-through. You can park right up by the door, and they'll bring it out to your car. It's awesome. So thanks again, Tyler. Have a good Thank night, you, guys. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right. All right. Take care, man. Have a good night. You too.